Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Story Tell Her. I am your host, Montia Imagini, and I am so excited about this week's episode. I have with me today, Candace Parker. Candace, could you go ahead and Yes, uh, so I am Candace Parker. I am an author. Um, my latest book, My Vote Counts, is a book that is for children. And I just go into the voting process and I teach about the Electoral College. Um, and um, so I'm excited to be here today to just kind of share more about myself and my journey. But yeah, um, I'm excited. Excellent. So the reason I wanted you as a guest today is because we are in the election cycle and to talk more about your book. So before we go into the details of your book, could you tell us about your journey, the story behind your book? Yes. So actually, the funny thing is I wrote my book nearly, I'm telling my age now, over 15 years ago. The first really? version, yes, the first version of this book was written in high school. Mm-hmm. And I was taking a creative writing class, and the assignment at the end of the, you know, at the end of the card marking was to pre- was to present a children's book. And I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to do something different. And so the very, very first version of this book was written as a an assignment. And um here we are in 2020. Uh, things are obviously the the climate of this country. And mm-hmm. so as we approach closer to election year, so about a couple of years ago, I revisited the idea um, just basically based on everything that we saw around us. I was in the process of putting out another project and not to get too spiritual, but... <laughs> A prophet actually uh, that I had never met before actually spoke a word into me and I was on the uh, verge of putting out a book that I wrote for singles and he was just encouraging me and then he just said, you know, God says put out the book. God says, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you've got a book, you're putting it out. He says, and you're, he says, put out the book, you know, um, and I said, yeah, I am. And he says, the children are waiting for it. Father is saying the children are waiting for it. And I'm like, the children? I'm like, this is a book for singles. <laughs> I'm like, how, how, how old are they, uh, these children, and are they dating? And I recalled the book from years ago, and I go, I wonder. And when I revisited the idea with that word and confirmation from God, I was able to revamp it, make it more contemporary mm-hmm. for, for the world that we're in now. And, um, yeah, so here, here it is. My vote counts. Nearly 15 years later, uh, signed and sealed with the word of God to go for. <laughs> I, I love that. I'm, I'm all for the spiritual. I'm all the for the prophetic. So yes. over here, I story tell her nobody has to worry about being being too spiritual. I'm <laughs> okay, here. perfect. I'm here for all of it. Okay. Yes. Amazing. You know, when you said, um, the prophet said the children are waiting for you. When I first saw, you know, your, your book on social media, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to check this 
bug out, first of all, because I wanted to support you. And second of all, I, you're welcome. I wanted to have a book to explain this process to my children because I, I know a little bit about it, but I don't know a whole lot about it. <laughs> and one part of your, your book that really resonated with me is the importance of doing your own research when you're not sure about the mm-hmm. candidates. When I was, I'm not sure what age I was, but I know it was my first time voting. And I went to my dad and I said, okay, who, who should I vote for? And one thing he said to me is, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I want you to do your own research. And I don't want you to believe everything that people tell you. Mm-hmm. Do your own research. So in this process, what, what is your method of research? So my method of research has been for sure watching the debates, but mm-hmm. just thinking of things that are important to me. I always mm-hmm. tell people we ne- may not have two perfect candidates who is perfect. However, mm-hmm. you choose the one who is the closest to what is is important for you. And right. so I I'm constantly reading, I'm going online, and it's not so much I think we often get caught up in like the character of these individuals mm-hmm. and what they do mm-hmm. in their personal time and I just think that we we have to take our eyes off of that and more so look at the issues and look at, you know, what it is they're doing, the different the things that they say they're going to improve. And then, mm-hmm. you know, for some it's the things that they are very strong about not improving. So if I hear a candidate saying things that may sound like he's trying to put in place a system where people that are racist um mm-hmm can freely move and go like that's not the candidate for me so I'm looking at all of that so I'm reading I'm watching but those debates oh (laughs) the debates is like for me it's like no matter what I've done to stay involved and see what's going on it's the debates for me are really where I'm able to just kind of pinpoint zero in what Mm -hmm. exactly what direction I'm going to go in Mm -hmm. and I the day of the first presidential debate. That's the day that I read your book with my daughters to pre- to preface the debates. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the very first debate, like after it was over, I really was grieved in my spirit mm-hmm. because I wanted their first experience to be a good one. Right. But there was so much immaturity in that. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Lord, what did I do? I'm trying to, to, to show them, you know, what to do. But then regardless of how they acted with your book, there was still a teachable moment after the the debate because my, my 10 year old said one, why do we need a president? Two, how do you become president? And then my other two daughters, I think they're feelers like me. <laughs> they paid most attention to the, the emotional aspect behind the voting. Um, Gabrielle, she, she looked at President Trump and she said, oh my gosh, he's so angry. And Biden looks like he's going to cry. Mm-hmm. And yes, like I, I really <laughs> have to go in prayer. 
Oh my god, yes. they're spot on. They're spot on. It wasn't it? it? Was wasn't just, it? Those debates, I mean, just to sum it up, I mean, the ghetto. I, I was like, mm. what are we watching? And it's just, I always say kids know more than what, mm-hmm. we, than what we give them credit for. And so exactly. for me, when I was writing My Vote Counts for the, the, the new revamp, the remix, I said, mm-hmm. I have to, at first I was saying, you know, I don't want the, the language to be too mature. And I know some of mm-hmm. the things in the book, you might have to go back and read a second or third time for it to stick. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to plant a seed and I wanted to do it transparently and honestly, because right. the last thing we should do is mislead or fluff up the truth because mm-hmm. one day kids will have the knowledge and the brain power and those answers will be given to them. So for me, I was like, listen, I'm not trying to sway one person to vote for one particular party. Um, I've mm-hmm. had people reach out to me that are Republicans who um, were like, I bought your book. I enjoyed it. And it was a great way for me to educate my children. And I'm like, while we have opposing views, I'm glad that it's still just teaching the message, get out there and vote. And this is this is behind the voting. This is what you need to do. But I was like, you would be I was like, just so shocked because I had a girlfriend take the book before I got it published to her to her class. And she's like a first grade Mm -hmm. teacher. And I said, you could just give me some feedback on, you know, the story so that I can know if it needs to be improved or and she came back with so many different questions and the kids I was like wow I didn't even think that they they were even familiar like I know there's a part in the story where I say you know voting is the right of it's now says every United States citizen but before it just said of every citizen and there Mm -hmm. was someone in her class who said well my mom can't vote and she was mm-hmm. like, you know, I think that it's a citizenship issue, but you may need to clarify. And so kids are noticing things. Kids are speaking up. Kids have questions and nothing against the adults. But I was like, I think it's time to start with the younger generation and Absolutely. plant the seed here because they're going to be our future decision makers and leaders. And adult, a lot of adults, we're kind of set in our ways and a lot of us are going to make decisions based on what we were taught. And this is just the, mm-hmm. this is the age of information. People are Googling everything. So um, I was like, man, it's just, so I'm not surprised that your daughters were able to observe that. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me. It's remarkable how, you know, a lot of kids are so familiar. Like they know what's going on. You know, they know mm-hmm. who's doing good things who's doing bad things and I mean it's just it blows my mind right and I um I picked up one of your quotes from Facebook Mm -hmm. and you you wrote teach your children early what so many of us learned so late Mm -hmm. could you elaborate on that a little bit more yeah I um I think that we are a product of what we were taught and what we were not taught and mm-hmm. our decision making the 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 things that we find ourselves getting into is a result of that and i can think back to 
you know, growing up and not having classes about credit, not having classes mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I had the government and civics class, but nobody really went into depth. And, you know, just, and I'm like, man, it would have been, how, how much more valuable, how much more successful could I have been had these things been taught to me at an earlier age? I always think of that example where I want to say it's like, you know, the, the pot and like, I think it's like a piece of roast and they, the grandmother mm-hmm. was like cutting the ends off. And so each generation was mm-hmm. cutting the ends off. And one day someone said, well, why are you doing that? Oh, my mom always did it this way. My, my grandmother did it this way, only to find out the reason they cut the ends off was because the pot was too small and we've advanced now. And so mm-hmm. we often too, um, apart from not learning things early on, we do what we see. We're sponges. Mm-hmm. And so I'm right. like, man, like it's our duty to just even take that know-how and say, man, these are the things I wish I learned at a younger age. So let me instill them in my children now. Because at the end of the day, like I say, they are the next leaders and future decision makers. Mm-hmm. And if we want the the world that we're in to be healthy, if we want it to be thriving, um, we we have to make sure that we're positioning children and our youth to to be those those people, those doctors, those lawyers, but with integrity and with, right. with you know br- the brain power and you know who are God fearing, and we have to do that now um, while they're young because. I know for me, when I turned 18, 19, I went into that, you know, I'm grown. I don't got to listen. So it's like when you're in someone's house and don't have the choice but to abide by the rules, it's like take advantage of that. Take advantage of that time and um, just expose your children and be the first voice that they hear concerning issues. Because if we're not, they will learn it somewhere else and it could be taught to them incorrectly. You're, you're absolutely correct. And that's, I'm trying to become more knowledgeable. And as you said, plant those seeds into my children, because I don't consider myself a um, political person, but I remember having a conversation with my cousins. We do um, in our cousins chat, we have a few debates and um, I made the statement that I'm not really into politics. And my cousin responded and said, this is not about politics, mm-hmm. that this is about life. Mm-hmm. I like and that. I was just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, say more, <laughs> like, tell, tell me more so that I am. And my goal is so that I can help my, my daughters because they are the next generation mm-hmm. so yeah do, do you have more to say about that like this is not politics I this love is life that. yeah I just I think mm-hmm. we think of it like when we think of it like politics we kind of sell ourselves short because the people that are put into position will be able to control the things we do in in this life so to speak so mm-hmm. if we if we're mm-hmm. putting people in position that aren't too fond of African-Americans you know, as we're trying to live our life peacefully and freely, if we got people on the streets or people in power who can put people on the streets, police officers and things like that, and give them the green light to do things that we know are less than integral, then we, we're going to mm-hmm. make the life we live more complicated. And so for me, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a seeker of peace. I'm like, I've, you know, I've gone through my season where 
I was just, you know, kind of like doing my thing and like, okay, what am I, you know, how's this going to work for me? And it's like, you know, that old saying where it's like, you know, make your plans and got to change them. And it's like right. in this season, I'm like, I want to be strategic. I don't want to create mm-hmm. more stress on, you know, in my life than necessary. So when we think about like voting, when we think about and even I tell people too, it's it's not even just voting for, you know, president. It's just, you know, getting involved in your community because, you know, mm-hmm. when you like you think about, you know, the order that was, you know, placed in Michigan and how like the shutdown impacted so many people but then you had other parts of the world where they weren't and they were kind of going and doing and i'm like you know just think if you know um i know they call her big gretch didn't you know put that big gretch yes big gretch but mama can't stand that it is so i'm like we are just we need to be stopped here in detroit but i'm like just think if we didn't you know put put someone like her in place who you know, really mm-hmm. cared enough and said, you know, I, I want the people here to be, you know, healthy. And so it's like the life that we live. I know some people were upset about the order. Um, I know for me, yeah. even being an essential worker and still having to work, it made it a lot easier going into work, knowing that the building I was going into wasn't, you know, to capacity. But it was like, it just makes right. life so much e- easier when you're putting people in place that care that have some of the same views as you, that, you know, kind of grew up and has, you know, the same morals as you. And so it's, we do our research and we we see, but it's like, we can't just think of it like, okay, you know, check this off the list, I voted. Like, no, who's gonna, who's gonna make it so that it's peaceful on this place called Earth? <laughs> so as peaceful as it can be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I love that quote. I think, I think and we're just living in a time now, too, where we're seeing how much a person in power can really, really impact us. Like when you have people in position, you know, when you think of police officers and what they've been doing and how they've been allowed to just, you know, do it without any any type of consequence until now. And it's like that has to change. But how can I change it? I got to get out there. I got to vote. I got to speak up. Because this affects my right. life. So, yeah. Right. I, I love that quote. <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure to yes, tell her that. And maybe, I, I, maybe I can get her on I here know. one day because she has been very helpful in me just understanding this mm-hmm. life. I'm not going to call it politics. I'm going to yeah, call it life. That's perfect. But, um, yeah, those are all the questions that I have for you. Is there well mm-hmm. one more? Is there what's the greatest takeaway that you would have our listeners take today? Okay, so what I try to tell people because here's the thing. The biggest thing I get when it comes to voting is well, the person that I want to win may not win or never wins. And the biggest thing that I want people to take away is we have to start thinking of the process as the win, not necessarily the outcome. And what I mean by Mm. that is we have to truly praise getting involved, doing our part, thinking about how at one point we couldn't vote. At one point we couldn't exercise Mm. our voices and so many people fought so that we could. So if we find joy, if we switch the narrative and highlight the process and being able to say, listen, 
win or lose, I went ahead and did what I was supposed to do because I think of it, yes. you know, in the spiritual and how, you know, the goal is to get to heaven. But when you stand before God, he's going to ask, he's going to look at what you did while you were here. What was your participation mm -hmm. to me? How, how were you an influence? Mm -hmm. How did you, you know, how did, did you win souls? Were you, when you walked this earth, what was your disposition? How, you know, what was your character? Did you look like me? And the thing mm -hmm. is, we, we have to look at that and we have to encourage our children. You know, it's not about, you know what I'm saying, in terms of voting. It's not about, well, my, my person has to win. And it's, you know, it's just like if you're playing, you know, a game of soccer or basketball. And it's like when you show up to practice, when you do what you're supposed to do, you go into that game a lot more confident, but you can go into it knowing you did everything you did to get to the place or get the person in position that you desire to be there. So I, I tell people, you know, don't focus on the outcome when it comes to voting. Yes, we want the person that we are voting for to get in place, but look at, you know, how we can impact our schools in our neighborhood. Look at how we can you know, impact the people that are, you know, sitting in other boards and sitting, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, you can't just not do something because you feel like, well, if it, if, if this may not happen, what if it does? So mm -hmm. I, I'm always encouraging people and I'm always encouraging our youth. Um, I have a, a niece who is very competitive like me. When she goes into mm -hmm. a sport, she's like, I gotta win. I gotta win. And I'm like, listen, We've gone to every practice. We have, you know what I'm saying? We, we've done our exercises. We've done this. We've done that. And so I'm just proud of you for committing. I'm just proud of you for showing up. I'm just, you know, and I just get her excited about the path to the, to the promise. And uh, yeah, that's so that, that's, that's, that's my uh, big, big takeaway. <laughs> I love it. The path mm -hmm. to the promise. <laughs> All right, Candace. I thank you for being here with me today. You. Before I close out, I would love for you to just plug your sure. information on how anyone can get a hold of you Absolutely. and your book. So you can purchase my book on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Uh, the book is called My Vote Counts. I'm also on Instagram, uh, Candace L. Parker, Facebook, Candace Parker. And connect with me. I've got some other things coming out, some projects that I've been working on, some surprises. So, you know, connect with me. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. I, know, I just, I'm so excited. But connect with Ooh, me. I, look, at the, yes, at the end of the book, I, uh -huh. I thought that, um, yeah. so I won't say it. By I'm going to be surprised. By but the I thought, and, by the <laughs> I'm ready. On what we are uh, referring to, by the book. So please, mm -hmm. I appreciate mm -hmm. all the support. I appreciate you for having me on so that I can just share and just thank you for purchasing and just sharing with your family and, you know, and your Facebook supporters and just all the people connected with you so that I can share my journey and the things that God is doing and teaching me as it pertains to not voting or government, but our life. That's right. <laughs> And you're welcome. That's what it's all about. Supporting each other in this yes, thing called life. Absolutely. All right. Enjoy you your too. Saturday. Bye. Bye.